When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is a global original podcast. I'm Mel, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast, and we're back yes. after quite a long break. Whoop. Coming up on this week's episode, we are, we're just going to catch up. Uh, plus, we've still got a confession about revenge pranking your wife, but not like a revenge, bad revenge pranking. I just realised that sounded really bad. Mm. Anyway, plus, JK's got new tech, uh, all that and more oh, coming whoa, up whoa, whoa, on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can oh, tell you're out of practice. Do, do that sentence again. Uh, plus, JK's got new tech. Shh, don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. I got really flustered because suddenly I just had, like when we were talking about revenge pranking your wife, it just made me think, ah, can we say that? Because like revenge porn is like a big thing. But, yeah, but it's, it's not, not about that. It's not all. porn though, is it? No, 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 no. no. Well, that's all right. As long as it's not porn, then yeah, sure. But you know, and look, I got we, flustered. It, look, we have there, there's a filter on this show. It's not a very good one. It needs cleaning. But there is a filter on this show, so <laughs> don't don't worry too much. I mean, it's been we 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 initially only wanted to take a break for about three weeks, I think it was, and then we kind of I will be honest with you, we kind of thought to ourselves, do you know what? We're absolutely knackered. So um, we're going to take we're going to take the summer. We're going to spend time with our kids, and that's what we did. And I think that's what we will do from now on because it just makes sense. It's a dad podcast. We should probably spend yeah. some time with our kids. <laughs> well, I mean, it was kind of that as a reason for me, but also the summer was just chaos. Like it was literally chaos because I think you when you don't have the structure of a summer holiday, like a week or two weeks away as a summer holiday, that's like. You build up to it, and then you come down. Of you know, that's your structure of the holidays. When you don't have that, it's like oh, day trips here, day trips there, yeah. spontaneous weekends. Like it, it just kind of all turned to mush. And like I'd get home from trying to do some work, and Jenna'd be like, "Ah, oh, I've booked us to go to Chessington tomorrow," and you're like, "What? <laughs> I've got stuff to do." <laughs> we're still or working, whatever. you know. We're still working. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're like, oh, she's, she's like, oh yeah, we're not going away, so. You know, I just really want. Ah, oh, fine. Okay, let me just rearrange ten meetings. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is crazy like that, though, isn't it? It genuinely is. And I think, well, you look. If you if you don't follow Al and and the family on social media, then you probably don't know. But Al is one of my friends. If, if someone said to me, "Do you have a friend who where everything happens to them all the time?" and I go, "Yeah." There is one that springs to mind and it's always Al because everything just seems to happen to you. So give us a rough idea what the, the kind of things that have happened to you during the break. Oh, I mean, we, okay. So right before the summer, our car broke down yep. and by breaking down, I mean the engine fell out the bottom and they were going to charge us 13,000 pounds to repair it. What was the outcome? And, oh, it was one month out of warranty. No. 
no. Was it? Um, yeah. Like, what I mean, the like that's the kind of thing. Only us. Only that would happen to us. Then, um, then uh, we, anyway, we did actually kind of had a fair, I say a result. They basically gave us parts for free. So we just had to pay labor, which was still £3,000, which is insane. So that was a hit. Um, then our oven uh, broke. Well, <laughs> Louis kind of set fire to the oven and broke it. Wow. <laughs> so that happened. What did he um, do? Did he leave the container have... in there? Then was it, he let, what happened? It's one of those electric ovens. It's like, like mid-height. So it's like on the wall. And he was doing roast potatoes, but we think he put the grill on. So we think he was grilling roast potatoes with the, wind, with the door shut as well. Oh, so it just no. was... Anyway, so that happened. Um, so that broke. Um, we, what else happened? Uh, so, oh, okay. So then the other day, the boiler broke. And um, <laughs> our two doors up, we're very fortunate because we've got a builder who's a neighbor and actually a really good friend. And he came around and looked at it and he bought his boiler man that goes and does all his, the boilers in, the, in, the, um, in his builds that he does. The boiler man opened it up and he went, oh, okay, so that's the bit that's broken. And I've been a boiler man for 20 years. I've never seen that part of a boiler break before. <laughs> but it has for us. Just for you. <laughs> right. So then that happened. Then our, and then I think this is where you were alluding to. Our Instagram got hacked. Yes. Yeah. Um, which was mental. Uh, and it got hacked. And then the man, I say man, it could have been a woman. Did I, you, I don't know. All hackers. What men? was his name? I thought it was it King or something. Oh, mind you, Jason King. It wasn't me. Just so you know, it wasn't me. Whoa. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Well, you know. The case has been busted wide open. You need to change your password. Um, P-A-5-5-W-R-R-D. It's just not the strongest password, Al. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, um, I'll tell you a funny story about that in a minute. We, um, anyway, so this guy then, he got our WhatsApp, he got our Jen's phone number from the account, this link to the account, and he WhatsApped her and said, if you want, you were holding this for ransom, if you want it back, you need to pay £30,000. <laughs> like, nope. Yep. Do you know why? Because you've just turned on a boiler and an oven and a car. <laughs> if it asked six months ago, fine. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> timing, your timing's not great, mate, okay? Not good yeah. timing. Not today. <sighs> I know. Um, and then, so yeah, so that happened. Uh, and getting it back is a nightmare. Unless you know someone who works at Facebook, it's near impossible to get your Instagram account back, but we do. So we did very fortunate. Um, so yeah, it all, it all tends to happen with us. Wow. That is incredible. I'm trying to think anything that happened to me that is anywhere near as exciting as that. And the answer quite quickly is no not at all none of that's exciting all of that is an absolute ball ache you could pretty much make a movie out of that those those whole scenarios you you genuinely could Um, i think we need a channel 4 documentary around us that's what we need do if we just had a camera following us for six months like the emotional roller coaster would be insane maybe this is what we need to do maybe maybe this needs to be an in-house production perhaps you need to be followed maybe it does maybe it does maybe it does uh, it's mental the, the, absolutely mental the big roller coaster for me was Luna my four year old started school so she started yeah. school by the time well, we're recording this last, last week week before and, um, uh, and uh, if you remember if you listen to this podcast she was her, her birthday is on the 29th of August so she's one of the youngest in the class. I mean, literally just turned four and going to school. But she's she's done so well. So, so well. We are extremely proud of her. Um, she did after school club yesterday for the first time with Noah, so our six-year-old. So that's been 
an absolute joy. But oh my word, that's been a roller coaster. I mean, you she's just, strong though, isn't she? Well, you, Luna, surpri- Luna is one of those girls that will just she will surprise you you can look at her and think she's she's tiny and oh yeah okay we're not the tallest family you know middle name borrowers but she she is extremely resilient she's extremely strong luna has her own little personal struggles which still amazes me that she can just walk to school every day well as in go into school every day and she doesn't even look back you know she's she is so so grown up for such a tiny little thing and uh yeah it's it's just incredible and also it really helps when you have the best school i love our school mm. the primary school is just and you know being a former teacher i love them so much they are so helpful they are so lovely they are so nurturing um the head teacher is incredible and she's she's one of these ladies who she invests the money in the staff. It's not about the others. It's the staff. Get the right staff. Get enough staff as well as some more staff than you should. And you will have the, the, the foundations for the best school possible. And that's what she's done. And we, we just love them. They're brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's nice to hear, actually. I, when I was training, my mentor at the time said to me that the, num- the most valuable resource of a school is the people, yep. the teachers and the teaching staff. And uh, you can't underestimate that, I don't think. The the other thing is, um, so, you know, I know about going to school like struggles because Ted's been a nightmare. Yeah. You know, he's, he really does not like going to school. He's also started the term pretty well. Like it's not been easy, but he's been in on time every day, which is pretty cool going Result. for us. Yeah. Um, but then I listened to this... Um, I don't follow him, but he comes up on my um, Facebook quite a lot because he, I guess I watch it and then the algorithm throws more at me. Yeah. Um, but it's a guy called Gary V. Have you heard of him? Gary V. I think no. he's Australian. Could be American. Anyway, he's, he does a lot around like business coaching and stuff, but he's really like brash. He swears a lot, but he's, what he says is that I think really good. And then I come across this video and it really made me, it's quite a profound moment, I think, for Ted in particular, because Ted's attitude is like, like, like take reading, for example, when it, every child has a reading book and he brings it home and it's like about a dog that gets lost or a fish that hops out of the pond or something and meets a frog. <laughs> like Ted in his head, now he doesn't say this, but Ted in his head is like, what? I don't f- who comes out of the pond like I'm I'm not interested in the dog who got lost like it's not real it's not like I'm not interested like which is kind of a valid point like you know it's it's basically like giving me a book about something I'm completely disinterested art like I don't care like why would I read this why would I spend my time doing this that's kind of how Ted feels and um and about school across the board but different things he obviously there's some bits that he loves so the, anyway, this video, can we play a video? Are we allowed to play the audio? Yeah, I'm sure we can. If you play it off your phone. This is a video uh, which is called Why the School System is Outdated. The school system here, I'm not, I'm not sure about America, but it's, it's outdated. It's outdated globally. It's outdated globally. The internet made it outdated because information is a commodity and the school system was built on me- memorization of information. Why do I have to do any math? I have a calculator on my iPhone that can give you any math. I don't need to know anything. I can ask Siri and Alexa in two seconds. They'll give me the answer. You know, who cares about the periodic table when I can tell you what, like, it's just, it's so uncomfortably outdated globally because it's predicated on memorization of information in a world where we have information at our fingertip within a second 
for zero cost. The whole thing's dead. How do we fix it? Uh, it's the parent's responsibility. It's the parent's responsibility to not buy into the self-esteem wrapped up in your child going to a top university. We don't need to boil the ocean. Parents need to make sure their kids are happy. If you just, if we all collectively actually gave a crap about the happiness of our children, it would fix itself. Unfortunately, we care more about the judgment of our contemporaries about what our children are accomplishing more than caring about our children. This is an issue of modern day parenting and insecurity and keeping up with the Joneses, not a school system problem. Like that's, do, go on. Do you know what's weird about this? You playing that clip to me right now. So yesterday we were sadly um, at a funeral and we, we were, but we were chatting and we were talking to one of uh, my wife's friends and we were talking about this exact thing about school and whereabouts our, our children are currently, whether they're in reception or year two or whatever. And she came up, she, she basically said, teaching, I, like, it's all about your memory. It was all about, it, we were talking about times table. I remembered my times table and was amazing at my times table purely because of the rhythm, the memory, the, the sort of, you know what I mean? That sort of thing. And she was saying, yeah. she, and she said, well, kind of what, what sort of teacher now would you say is a really great teacher? And she literally went, well, what about Mr. or Mrs. Alexa? Because, you know, you can ask anything. You can, you can get information straight away. And it made me start thinking, and you playing that now, well, it, there's a massive point in that. There genuinely is. But, then, mm. but, but you being a teacher, how, and, and if you're swaying that way, surely that's against everything that you were taught. Yeah, massively. But then, this, so this is the thing. Ted came home. He's gone into year three now. So obviously, every year the work gets a little bit more formal and a little mm. bit harder. Less play. Yeah. But there's he came home and he's like, oh, I've got to do this. Well, he didn't describe it like this, but essentially he has to do a book review on the iPad, and it's a piece of software, and it's like you 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 log in. You have to put your first name, your surname, whatever else. You log in. And then um, password, I think. And then it gives you the book, and then it asks you questions about the book, like. So, and Ted was like, it takes me so long to log in, to read the first question, to then type out my answer. And then that's it. My, I've got half an hour to do it and then I'm done. And so he's stressing out about this, this, um, the, this process of doing something that realistically, like he knows he, He's read the book, so he knows who the main character is. Okay, I'm going to go against this, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm sounding like I'm contradicting myself, because I've just said how much of a wonderful school my, my kid's school is, and that it's all about the people, and, and they're fantastic, and the head teacher who invests in people, and all that sort of stuff. But then equally, I've just said, what you've just played, I totally get. Well, if you can get an amalgamation of that, I think that's perfection. And I think what Ted was doing there, regardless whether or not he, he knows what happened in the book or whatever, but that, that process is actually beneficial because that's kind of what you do in everyday life. You open your laptop, you open your iPad, you log in, you go in. You, yeah, you know. but that's not the measure of success that he was being marked against. True. He's being marked against the answer to the question. Like, the, you're right, that process is useful for him to do. And if the teacher had said, I don't care if you get the answer right, Ted, I just want you to have a go at doing this, mm. then that would have been way more beneficial than saying, but did you get the right answer? 
Yeah. Do you see, like that's the, that's the reason why our problem, the, the school system is so difficult. And you know, I guess like you know, because I was always up against it with Ted and thinking, oh yeah, but Ted, you need like you need to know this. He's like, I don't I don't need to know who the main character is because I can just say, hey Siri, who's the main character in that book? And they'll tell me. Or I mean, I know we're using that example because Gary V said it, but he doesn't need to know who the main character is. But what, but that is that's what the teachers are not necessarily his teacher, but that's what teachers generically the school system is asking of people. But and they don't need that. They need the process and they need to, yeah, like practice accessing learning and finding things out. We, we are gonna, he's stressing because I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah, sorry, we need to keep we, going. we are going to crack on with a, with a confession in a minute. But just one more point on this. You know that we, we always talk about, and I, and I know that parents often do this, and especially if you like your children to be slightly more, let's say, um, free ranged. But what, what I love is that, you know, is it Sweden or is it Switzerland that don't really start learning till they're seven years old, you know? And in, Sweden, and in, Scandinavia. And in our minds, they, they're running in the hills to the sound of music uh, up until seven years old and then they're going into school. Well, maybe this is the perfect thing, you know, perhaps this is the way forward. Maybe our kids can maybe just chill and learn life up until seven years old. And then when they go into school, there is this perfect combination of great teachers, great bonds, but using the technology that we have now and just starting to siphon out the mm. stuff that we just don't need. That to me is the, the teaching utopia. That's that's, that would be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would remove the stress and the anxiety and the worry that children would have about whether they get something right or wrong. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. And it's anyway, true. We, we told we, Ted, like... What have you told him? We don't care. Just like, just try hardest. Like, try that's, all, that's all I want. I don't, I don't care whether you get it right or wrong at the end, Ted. I don't care if you complete the worksheet or you don't complete the worksheet. I just want you to try your best. Anyway. But that's, sorry. that's I, the... Sorry. Um, that, no, education no, it's, really. it's good. I like it. You know, a, a lot of kids going to school for the very first time. A lot of kids going back to school. We've all been through it. You know, I'm sure we all have these thoughts about, Christ, I want to get them into a decent school. I can't afford to pay private. I want them to go to university. Well, you know, there are, there are lots of people out there that that didn't go to university and did all right. Equally, there are also a lot of people that didn't go to university and didn't do very well. It's just, it is what it is, all right? <laughs> it is what it is. <sighs> confession anyway I feel it's nice to catch up yeah we've got a confession and yeah. this one's a good one so stay tuned So uh, this is the Don't Tell Me Mum podcast. Welcome back after our summer break. Uh, thank you for listening as well. We really genuinely appreciate it. Don't forget, if you give us a nice little uh, little review, that's always nice and a rating. We kind of like that. We'll have, to, we'll have to see if there's any new ones towards the end of the show. Right now, we do a thing, uh, confession. It's a dad's confession. Basically, he, he's seeking forgiveness from myself and Al um, with his... Well, is this is this parenting based? I don't think it is so much, is it? It doesn't have to be, but this True. one is. True. Okay. Let's go. It doesn't have to be. Um, and I'm pleased that we're on FaceTime because I want to see your face reacting to this. Because you don't know that this is the thing about this. JK's never heard these before. Nope. I receive them and I get them in and then I cu- curate them and choose my favourite. So this here it is. It's from Toby. Okay. No surname. It says, Dear JK and Al, me and my wife have two kids, five and six, plus newborn. So three kids, mate. <laughs> <laughs> start <laughs> yeah this is, this we have is, two kids plus an extra do you think toby went to university okay, so that's three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, we've always been quite a bantery couple and generally up for a laugh with each other to be honest if we didn't have this in our relationship i doubt we'd be together because parenting is hard work true that 
anyway, over the summer, she played a prank on me that basically meant my favorite T-shirt got completely ruined. She hadn't meant for it to happen, but still, she took it a bit too far. I laughed it off, but was secretly really pissed off with her. I know it was just a T-shirt, and perhaps I was just tired and stressed from the lack of sleep uh, with the newborn and intense toddler and intense toddlers, uh, and the fact it was a summer holiday, so all routine was up the creek. But I wanted to get her back in secret. One afternoon, she asked me to make her a cuppa, which of course I did. As I went to grab the milk from the fridge, I noticed the bottle of expressed breast milk on the shelf next to the normal milk. I didn't think about it. I just acted a bit like an out-of-body experience. But basically, I made her a cup of tea using her own breast milk. No. <laughs> no. Uh, she likes a strong tea, so it wasn't loads. When she, tasted, when she tasted it, she asked if the milk was off as it tasted a bit different. I said that mine was fine, which reassured her. So she ended up drinking almost all of it. <laughs> I had mixed feelings, to be honest, kind of laughing and satisfied that I'd got her back without her knowing, but also a little bad. I still haven't told her, but thinking about it, it's been a few weeks, so I'm wondering whether she might now see the funny side of it. Is this wishful thinking? Thanks, guys. <laughs> we've all been there, haven't we? Come That's on. A corker. We have. We've, you've, you've tried breast milk, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. There's nothing wrong with but- it. Yeah, but the, I guess the, the difference is I knew I was tested. <laughs> and also, tested. it wasn't yours. <laughs> yeah, it was, exactly. It was my choice, but it was someone else. Well, it was Jen. It wasn't random. Well, that's what I mean. It um, wasn't your milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tasting your own milk. Okay. Ah. What? Okay, so the only thing I could probably liken this to is like if someone tricked you into drinking your own piss. <laughs> Like, no, it's not. No. Have you, would you be pissed off with them? No, because I guarantee my, my pee does not taste as good as breast milk. And I never thought I'd ever say that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that's a quote. That's a quote. Yeah, my own piss doesn't taste as good as breast no, milk. I've, I, no, I have never tried my own pee. <laughs> Just to put it out there, never. Have you not? No, how have you? Never. Th- shut up. You, are you kidding me? Get out of town. Please. You must have like... Where, when and at what point have you had the opportunity to taste your own pee? Okay, here's the opportunity. When you're in the bath. And I actually taste... I did this... Bear Grylls has been around for years, hasn't he? And yeah. obviously he's... One yeah. of the things he's very famous for is drinking his own piss. Yeah, but it's Bear Grylls. So he had to survive inside a bloody camel. That's all he had against the, 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 the extreme weather of the desert. He found himself a camel and he drank his own piss. You're not Bear Grylls. Yeah, it sparks that, that kind of curiosity, doesn't it? I mean, the, the, the most exciting part of your day is the school run. <laughs> Come on. Also, also, I was fairly influenced by um, Dodgeball, that comedy movie with uh, Justin Long in it. Do you remember it? Dodgeball, was that and with Vince, Va- Vince Vaughn? Yeah. So like, <laughs> like growing up, like I had some influences, Bear Grylls and that old guy from Dodgeball. <laughs> no. And uh, yeah, I have, I mean, I haven't tasted it loads. I have, I have sipped it on like, probably three times in total. Yeah, but why? Where? When? What? You're the first to admit you've led a shallowed life. You, 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 you were very religious <laughs> for a bit. At what point did you get to drink your own piss? Hang on. Like, it's not against Christianity, like, to not drink your own piss. Yeah, but it is still weird. 
Yeah, of course. It's a little strange. So, where, I mean, you, I mean, you, you haven't... Uh, right, you, the, the right honourable Al, you still haven't answered the question. At okay. what point did you drink your own pee? You can't say sitting in bath water because you peed in bath water. No, that's been watered down. No, no, down. no, that doesn't count. But the first, the first time was when I was in the bath and I needed a wee. So rather than pissing in the bath water, I pissed in a cup and then the cup was on the side and then I just, well, taste that. What? what you, did you accidentally take the cup of pee and drink it or did you know it was the cup of pee? No, I knew it. I was oh, like, no, I wonder what that. What you know. is wrong with you, man? How <laughs> old? Okay, okay, how, this is the point. How old right? were you? How old were you? Oh, I don't know, seventeen, something like that. Seventeen. So if you were, if you were six, I'd, I'd get it. But <laughs> no. seventeen, you know, you you, yeah. you you're an adult. Yeah, man. <laughs> and and um, but this is the point. So I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't be that upset if. Jen had made me a cup of tea with my own <laughs> breast milk in it. Not that that would happen, but I probably, you know, clearly what about I'm Jen, fine with consuming okay. my own bodily fluids. <laughs> Jen has... You on the other hand, no, it's just bloody so, weird. Right, so if you were a woman and someone tricked you into drinking your own breast milk, you probably wouldn't be of... You wouldn't be very happy. You can't compare press, breast milk with piss. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> you can't. There's a reason that, that pee wants to come out of your body. It doesn't want to stay in there anymore. It wants to get out. Right. So why are you putting it okay. back in? <laughs> <laughs> There's still some nutrients left, apparently. Oh, whatever. No. Look, okay, forgiven. Okay, I'm, I'm absolutely... Not you. You are not forgiven, Al. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> just, say, thanks, just to clarify, not forgiven ever for that. <laughs> and my judgment on you for the future of... Uh, our friendship future will always be there. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. We can. We, we, oh, we, 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 are you forgetting? Are you bringing forget, this up? Are you forgiving Toby or not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm forgiving Toby. I think it's a laugh, and depending on his wife, I think she would probably find it a laugh, especially a few weeks later, because nothing she can do about it. Um, I think if it was Jen, my wife, she probably wouldn't see the funny side of it. Right. Um, she'd probably feel like some because she's vegan as well. She probably some like. She kind of feel a bit like cannibalistic. There's something that. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if she if she expressed oat milk, she'd be all right with it. But it's not. It's human milk. So it's just not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Is there's a market for breast milk? Anyway. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, you got some new tech, right? Shh. Don't tell your mum. Okay, uh, so t- it's been a weird one for tech because I've obviously we've been away for quite a while now, six weeks, seven weeks maybe. So I'm trying to figure out stuff that's that, that I've that, that's in the house recently and what we could talk about. And I thought, do you know what? Let's keep it simple this time. You know when you when you let's say you've moved into a new house, you've got a kitchen, and you think I I, I just want a TV for the kitchen. I don't want to be anything flash. I don't want to spend too much money. Or maybe the kids, you've done the kids' bedrooms out, and you think to yourself, I just want a little small TV in their room that they can watch every now and again. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. But again, I want a cheap one. Okay, that's the most important thing: cheap and does the job, and preferably a smart TV. Well, it just so happens. I've got one. Have you ever heard of a company called Cello? No. No, they make okay. musical instruments. Cello, no, Cello make, um, they make TVs, they make um, accessories, they make soundbars, they make laptops. So, but here's the thing about Cello. They're the only LED TV manufacturer in the UK. What, so they're UK made? They're UK made, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I never knew this. I didn't know this until I like looked at the back yeah. of a box. So uh, the one I'm going to review is a 24-inch smart Android TV, and it comes with the Google technology, and it's got so many options as well. And when, when I tell you the price at the end, you won't believe it. So we we all know that if you if you watch TV with one of these these Google things on it, the the technology is fantastic. You basically just say, um, "Okay, Google," or you press the the mic button on the remote to quickly find whatever it is you need to find, latest movies, that sort of stuff. So Cello has got the um, the Android TV. It includes also Freeview Player Standard. Now you know when you see Freeview, you kind of think to yourself, well, "All right, what does Freeview mean?" Well, basically, it means you get access to additional. I think it's eighty five channels, and with this cello TV, you get 20,000 hours of on-demand content at no extra cost. That's incredible. Yeah. It's all there for you, like 20,000 hours. And also, because the, the Google Play Store is built in, you got, there's loads of stuff on there for everyone. Netflix, YouTube, Prime, and that free view we were talking about, that's, they've got their own dedicated buttons on the remote control. And there's, um, there's also like Apple TV, Disney, there's catch-up apps like BBC iPlayer, ITV. You can also use, um, if you've got an Android device, so if you've got a phone and stuff or a tablet, you can cast your photos, your videos, your music, other content from like your mobile or your tablet straight to the TV using the Chromecast technology. So that's built in, which is fantastic. And it's got, it's got three HDMI inputs. It's wall mountable. It's got headphones. It's got two USB slots. You can record digital TV or play media files from like a USB memory device. The, the only thing that I will say is I, I believe this anyway. With any TV, for me, the sound is never good enough for me. You, I, you know me, I always like to add a soundbar. Sound is everything. It's absolutely everything. So you can add. They do their own soundbars as well. So the one that I've got is, I think it's a 40-watt one. I think it's the YWS15, I think. Put, there'll be a link in the description. But they do like 16, 80, watt, 80 watts too for these soundbars. And that's got like an optical audio, an optical audio cable included. It's, it's Bluetooth built in. It's got an optical and USB input as well on this soundbar. There's a remote control with batteries. It's got the adapter. I think it's about it's about 80 centimeters long. But again, check out the, the stuff. But it's perfect for that cello TV that I talked about as well. You get that sort of immersive cinematic sound. It complements your visual experience. It's easy setup as well, which is good. It can be wall mounted. So that's good as well. And it, it kind of sits comfortably alongside your TV and it takes up minimal space as well in your lounge, bedroom, kitchen or whatever it is. Right. How much is that cello 24 inch smart TV? I feel like I'm on bit up TV here. I mean, with, I reckon it's got to be 200 quid. 189.99. I mean that's incredible, isn't it? For a little TV, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, I was I was lowballing it a little bit as well. Cello soundbar, forty watts. How much do you reckon? Well, two hundred quid. Fifty four ninety nine. What? <laughs> Honestly, Blimey. it's if you want that just that that perfect little TV for that that room, whether it's a bedroom or a kitchen. Honestly, go and check it out. The link will be in the description. JK, did you buy the soundbar as well? The, the, I may have a soundbar. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Is it the, is it that one? I, I have got. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Yes, yes. You can't look. Is it, is it a good sound? Soundbar? It's great. It's fantastic. Any like soundbars are are really good, and I am really impressed with this this cello soundbar. And this as well. is in your kitchen. And this is no. This is in. Yeah, no, it is in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you've I, got. Shall I tell I mean, you the no truth? <laughs> it was supposed oh, to God. go into one of the bedrooms, and I kept it for the kitchen. Really. Yeah. 
Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is, it's brilliant. Movie. It's honestly, and I'm really impressed with them. And like I said, the only LED TV manufacturer in the UK as well, which is fantastic. So you can stay local, which is wonderful. So yeah, go and check it out. Yeah. Just quickly, before we wrap, mm. you know Genesis, the British manufacturing company that make bikes, Genesis bikes? No, I don't. Well, I, I didn't, I, I know them because I actually have a bike, they're actually quite good bikes. Um, but... They put out cars. What? And I was in the car park um, of the park the other day with Tepper's playing football. And uh, there was this car and I was like, what the hell is that? I love it. And it's Genesis. It's all UK manufacturers. It is insanely nice. Like Genesis. it was smart. And it was a Genesis. Next week, um, we're going to be talking to uh, Christian, who is... Do you remember we had, um, a while ago, we had uh, Darina on, who was the co-founder of Uni, the pizza ovens. Do you remember her? And we had a great chat to her about the perfect pizza and all that sort of stuff. Made me feel very hungry. Yeah, and you know that we're big fans of, of the Uni ovens, the pizza ovens, and they've, they've just gone mad now. It's just incredible. Like, you couldn't get one of these things in lockdown at all. Everyone just bought a pizza oven. So I thought, okay, you know, I've, I've got a pizza oven, and... And I thought, can we do anything else apart from pizzas on these ovens? Turns out you can do so much stuff. You need to get one of these like sizzler pans. They call them, Uni called them grizzler pans. But you get you get one of these pans and you can do everything. So we're going to chat to Christian, who is Darina's husband, hence co-founder. And we're going to chat to him next week about cooking steak in pizza ovens and stuff like that. So I'm feeling hungry now. I am feeling hungry. I can smell the steak from here. Can you? Oh, stop it. Don't tell our wives. Don't tell your wives. <laughs> Don't tell your mum. Don't tell your mum. Um, right, well, that's a wrap. Make sure uh, that you please rate us, uh, like us, subscribe, follow us on social media at JK Jason King or at The Dad's Net. Um, and yeah, give us a review. Uh, just whatever you can do, just give us some love. We, we always would be very appreciative of anything that you can give. <laughs>